Several months have gone by. It is late summer 2038. Mia has just performed in a concert organised by Climate Mutual Aid for the storm victims and refugees from the war on a grand piano outside the house. So, the day has arrived for us all. The agency are leaving and there's going to be a huge empty block in the middle of Dumfries and a hole in the life of the town. Oh, I remember Dad opening the first office there. Yes. <laughs> I'll be leaving tomorrow for Inverness as the new agency medic. And then in a year's time, I'll be retiring. I'll come back and end my days near you. I'll lead a reformed life. <laughs> I'll be a nice, quiet, well-behaved, conventional little man. <laughs> yes, it's really time you reformed, Papa. <laughs> yes, I think so too. I cherish the love you're bringing me into my you life. You are incorrigible. <laughs> incorrigible. <laughs> Oh yes, Ted. You know, you ought to have taken me in hand and made me into a reliable partner like yourself. <laughs> Ted's cut all her hair off. Mm. She's a skinhead. Well, <laughs> I've shaved my hair off to raise money for climate mutual aid. No one likes it, but personally I'm quite indifferent. John, hmm? you were out walking with the community forest yesterday evening. Mm. Tell me what happened there. Well, what happened? Um, nothing. Um, just a trifling thing. It, it doesn't matter anyway. They say that Baz and Nick were talking on one of the forest tracks at dusk, and Baz started pushing Nick endlessly about him needing to join the Rising, to get involved in some action to destroy a pipeline or a CCS uh, plant or something. I don't know anything about it. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. Men, you know, men, men, men. Everything seems to startle me today. Got things ready, all is packed. Agency transport is picking my boxes up after lunch. Nick and I are going away tomorrow too, to the Cabra Forest Project. We will both work there. When I was doing my forestry diploma, I suddenly started crying for sheer joy. I, this is a new beginning. <laughs> That's all very well, but somehow I can't feel you're serious about this rewilding project. Anyway, I wish you both the best of luck. My precious Erin. <laughs> I'll never catch you up now. I've got left behind like an old goose which can't keep up with the flock. Fly away, dear. Fly away and spirit be with you. Well, all the agency senior staff are leaving today. Whatever's happened, Mia is a good, loyal partner. I'm thankful for what destiny has given me. I've been lucky all my life. I'm happy. I'm honoured to have been given the Government Educational Services Management Excellence Award and Ooh. the contract of the software programming curriculum for the whole region. Hasn't our new director arrived yet? No, we've uh, we sent for her. If only you knew how difficult it is for me to live here by myself without Ollie. 
She lives in Dumfries now. She's director of primary schools and busy the whole day. And I'm here, alone, and I hate the room I live in. So, I just made up my mind. If I'm really not going to be able to go back to London, well, that's that. And suddenly, I felt as though my soul had grown wings <laughs> to be planting Scots pine and birch, to be there in the mist under the inquisitive eye of a robin and in the cause of linnets and ravens. I... Only something happened yesterday and now I have this odd Rubbish. feeling. Oh, director! Olivia's arrived. Erin, let's go inside and meet her. Cherish the love you're always bringing into my life. I cherish the love. Hmm. Tell me something, John. Mm -hmm. Are you in love with my mother? Yes, very much in love. Did she love you? Hmm. I can't remember now. She was utterly insistent that she would not go to the hospital. She didn't want to be placed in an ICU and be separated from me. There was such chaos. Should have tried for an ambulance. Was I selfish? Mama always used to call you my man. <laughs> Is my man here? Is he here? Not yet. When you have to take your happiness in snatches, in little bits, as I do, and then lose it, as I've lost it, you gradually get hardened and bad-tempered. Something is boiling over inside me, here. Oh, look at Andrew, our dear brother. He never sees the opportunities he was given. He allowed things to happen to him. It was the same when the community erected a wind turbine up by the hill by Criffle. Untold labour and capital were spent on it, and then suddenly a massive storm comes and it gets smashed. Suddenly, without rhyme or reason. It was the same with Andrew. And here he is, with a sleeping baby in the town. The removal people are coming for all the boxes after lunch, aren't they? Yes, but we actually leave tomorrow. You going for good? I don't know. I may return in about a year, although spirit knows it's all the same. Something happened yesterday in the community forest. Everybody's talking about uh, it. It was nothing. Uh, Baz kept on bothering Nick to join in the detonator chapter. Uh, Nick lost his temper and insulted him, and in the end, Baz challenged him to a race back and forth across the river at Earl's Point, huh? on the slack water at high tide when the river is at its widest. If Nick loses, he has promised to join Baz's rising. It's just all nonsense. I think it's time to go. At half past twelve on the riverbank, <laughs> Baz imagines he's some kind of rebel hero, some Che Guevara. But he is pretty fit. Wait, who's fit? Baz. But what about Nick? He, he's nowhere near that tough. They, they, they shouldn't be allowed to do this. Even at this time of year, the nith is freezing. Freezing. And everyone knows the currents are wild. Nick could get hurt there. 
He could drown. It, it is insane to do something so risky, especially when the hospital services are virtually non-existent. Nick is a good guy, but what does it really matter if he gets hurt or if he drowns? What? If there's one less man in the world, in the midst of these wars and pandemics and storms, it's all the same. I think it's simply irresponsible to have a race in the river like that or even to be present at one as a doctor. You should stop this. What difference does it make? What difference does it make? Having to live in this awful climate with the storms threatening to rage at any moment and then to top it off, having to listen to this sort of talk. I won't go into that house. I refuse to go in there anymore. You will let me know when Alex comes. Look. House Martins are gathering, getting ready to fly south already. Soon the barnacle geese will be back from the Arctic. Lucky birds, moving wherever they wish. Our house will seem quite deserted. Ollie and Antonia have left already, now you'll go. Erin and Nick will go and I'll be left alone in the house. And Chloe? Oh. She's fixated by her own plans. She's blind to others. She frightens me. There's something about her. She's just too greedy. And I can't quite understand why, for what reasons I love her. Well, I did love her. Well, Andrew, I'm going away tomorrow, and it may be we never see each other again. So, I'll give you a bit of advice. Mm -hmm. Don't get burdened by this house. Don't get burdened by the old dream. Pack a small bag, find out when the train is running, walk to Dumfries Station, and go. Go away, and don't ever look back. And the further you go, the better. Huh. It's time to go, Doctor. In a moment. Oh, I'm tired of you all. I'll be back presently. Some die shouting in gas or fire. Some die silent by shell and shot. Oh, well. How do you feel? <laughs> like last year's bird's nest. You needn't be so agitated about it. It'll be a bit cold, but if this is what it takes to actually persuade him to join in on this action, to do what he knows in his gut he needs to do. By any means necessary. Will you sign this, please, Andy? Uh, leave me alone, Antonia. I'm with Lucia now. Oh, listen, Andy, you're supposed to sign this to ensure the shares in the house are properly transferred. Uh, sweetheart, I I'll be back shortly. Where are you going? I, um, I, I want to go to the agency offices one last time to see some of my old colleagues off. It's not true. Nick, why are you so absent-minded today? What happened in the forest last night? I'll be back in an hour. I'll be back with you again, my love. We'll go away. We'll help bring an entire forest back to life, the lungs of the earth, and you'll be happy. But there's only one but, only one. You don't love me. 
I'll be your closest friend, your companion. I'll be loyal to you, but no, I don't love you. I've never had a lover in my life. I love the sensual world, the wonders of the more than human. I don't know why I am this way. Perhaps because my parents died when I was so young. I... Your eyes are so restless. I was awake all night. Not that there's anything to be afraid of, nothing threatening. Say something to me. What? What more am I to say? What? Say anything. Don't. Nick, just... just don't. It's strange how you can have these back and forths. These arguments, and then suddenly you arrive at a point for no real reason when a decision demands to be made. You've laughed at the squabbling, but then suddenly you find it's in control. And you don't have the power or will to stop it. Uh, but, but let's not talk about that. Actually, I feel quite elated. I feel as if I was seeing these fir trees and birches for the first time in my life. They all seem to be looking at me with a sort of inquisitive look and waiting for something. <laughs> what beautiful trees. Still standing when so many have been blasted away by the storms. How beautiful when you think of it, life ought to be with trees like these. I must go. It's time. Look at that dead tree. It's all dried up, but it's still swaying in the wind along with the others. And in the same way, it seems to me that when I die, I shall have a share in life somehow or other. Goodbye, my dear Erin. Uh, your notebooks, the ones you gave me, are on my desk, under the laptop. Oh, Erin. What? There are a few more things in my room that need to be packed. Could you do me a favour and put them in a box on my desk? Andy, the documents are about your long-term ownership of this house. They are about your children's future. Oh, where has all my past life gone to? Hmm? The time when I was young and joyful? when I used to have great thoughts and the present and the future were bright. Now I'm stuck in this life, in this house, in these dying dreams. This region has a hundred thousand people living in it, but very few who actually made a difference. The services keep being cut to the bare minimum, so people ought to get organised to deal with all the hardships together and build a better community. But what my work on the council makes me realise is that people here do nothing but eat, drink, complain, gossip and argue. And <laughs> just to introduce a bit of local variety into their lives so as to avoid getting completely stupid with boredom, they indulge in neighbourhood disputes, fights, and affairs. 
The partners deceive each other and pretend they don't see anything and they don't hear anything. It doesn't have to be this way. We could love each other, try to understand each other, care for each other more. But this just doesn't happen. So all the pettiness crushes the children and puts out any spark they might have in them and they too become miserable, half-dead creatures just like one another and just like their parents. What do you want, Antonia? Sign the documents, Andy. There's no way of going back. I met a guy at Les Lister's office just yesterday. He'd actually been in London during the massive floods last winter. He was describing the whole centre of the city underwater. Many lost their lives. And now there are so many who have no homes, leaving their cities and towns and wandering from place to place, always feared because of the infection, never welcomed. I hate the life I live at present, but possibly there is some light ahead, some light and freedom. Maybe by ending the project, we can change things. Chloe seems to think so. I imagine myself free and my children too. Free from pettiness. Free from the endless destruction of the earth. Oh, my dear Antonia. My dear sisters. My dear good Odkin. Mia. My dear sister. Who's that talking out there? Is that you, Andy? You'll wake Lucia. <sighs> All right. I'll go through these documents and sign them. I accept the principle that you, Olivia, Mia, Erin and John are all selling your shares to Chloe and me, but it's hard. It's hard to face the fact that this is the end of the project, that what Mama, Dad and you helped create is ending. That we are giving up on this house that we spent so long creating. I promise I'll send them to the solicitors tomorrow. I loved living all together, but it's good to have my new place. My large flat in Dumfries with Ollie. The spirit's been kind to me. Sometimes when I wake up in the night, I begin to think and recognise that the project has come to an end. But I'm happy. I never thought I would be happy living anywhere else but in this house that we created. I didn't think I could be, but I am happy. What's Mummy's name, Misha? Yeah, darling. And who's that woman? Auntie Ollie. Say, hello, Auntie Ollie. We'll be heading on in a moment, Olivia. It's time I went. I wish you all the happiness in the world. Everything. Where, where's Mia? The town gave us agency folks a sort of farewell brunch. There were drinks and Campbell made a speech. I ate and listened, but in spirit I was with you here. I love this place. Feels like home to me. We'll meet again, surely. Most likely not. Sara's basically relocated to Helsinki. She's head of the Northern Europe UNEP division. But we're not separating. We're still bringing up the girls together. Tomorrow there won't be a single agency staff member in the town. All of that will be a memory and a new life will begin. Nothing ever happens as we'd like it to. 
I didn't want to be a primary schools director, and yet, now I am. <laughs> well, thank you for everything. <laughs> Forgive me if I've talked far too much. Now, why is Mia so long coming? What else can I tell you now it's time to say goodbye? <laughs> yes, life is difficult. It seems quite hopeless for a lot of us, just a kind of impasse endlessly having to adapt to the unpredictable changes in the climate. But we are building our way out of it. We are constructing a better life. In the last century, the human race was always digging. Its entire existence was taken up with mining, processing, burning, the oil wells and the refineries, and we were filled with the intoxication of speed. <laughs> Me too. Quite often I have a strong memory of the sheer pleasure of driving fast down a motorway <laughs> or the excitement of the clunk of a passenger seat belt before the plane took off that's all gone but it leaves a space inside me hungry to be filled perhaps we all have that humanity is seeking something to fill the vacuum maybe the likes of misha and lucia will be lucky they will never have had that addiction to speed and Something else, something new, will grow in its place. Oh, I really must go. Oh, here she comes. Oh. I've come to say goodbye. Goodbye. Write to me. Don't forget me. I must go. I'm, I'm late already. Oh, don't. Oh, dear, don't. Never mind. Don't. Let her cry. Let her. My dear Mia. My sweet Mia. I'm happy in spite of everything. I'm not complaining. Not a single complaint. I'm open minded. Olivia here is my witness. Oh, that feeling. That feeling. You don't know. I don't even know her. <laughs> she comforts me tonight. I love you. I want to keep you here and stay. But I somehow slowly know you. I keep you away. Oh God, I'm, I'm going mad. I want to keep you the, the same. I want to keep you away. Calm yourself, Mia. Calm yourself. Give her some water. I'm not. I'm not crying anymore. She's not crying anymore. She's a good woman. I somehow slowly love you. I want to keep you the same. Well, I somehow slowly know you. I want to keep you away. Keep you the same. Keep keep you away. I've got it all mixed up. I'm, my life is messed up. I don't want anything now. I'll calm down in a moment. It, it doesn't matter. What is slowly love you? Why does it keep coming into my head all the time? My, my thoughts, they're all mixed up. Calm down, Mia. That's right. Let's, let's go indoors. I am not going in there. I do not go into that house now, and it does not belong to me, and I don't belong to it. Let's just sit down together for a moment and not talk about anything. Oh. 
I'm going away tomorrow, you know. Yesterday, I, I was given a false beard and a moustache by one of my younger colleagues at the Institute. I've got them here. Do you think I look like the head of IT? <laughs> I do, don't I? That's oh. true. You do look like that man in IT. Yes, she does. <laughs> Mia, that's enough. Just like him, I think. So, Mr Campbell is going to keep an eye on Lucia and Andrew is going to take Misha out. Oh, sick and tired of all this child care. There is so much potential in this house. There's no need to abandon it to the sea level rise. I'm sure investment in the defences can be organised. The fact that it might flood any time is part of its romance. It's going to be a great wedding venue. Guests coming across the river on the ferry. A big bridal suite. Erin. You're really leaving tomorrow. I've grown accustomed to you being here. You mustn't think it's going to be easy for me to be without you. I'll get Andrew and his old violin to move into your room. And he can saw away at it as much as he likes in there. And then we'll move Lucia into his room. Oh, she's such a wonderful child. Really, such a lovely little girl. This morning, she looked at me with such a sweet expression. And then she said, Ma, Ma, Ma. <laughs> it's quite true. She is a beautiful child. So, tomorrow I'll be alone here. I'm finally going to get to tidy up this garden. It's just been left to go to ruin. No decent design, I. I'll have this fir tree avenue cut down first. And then that birch tree over there. Oh, they look so awful in the evenings. I want to make a good setting for wedding photos. Oh, Mia, my dear. Your face looks so worn out. Use one of my sheet masks. I finally managed to get a new order in. I'll get lots of flowers put in around here, lots of flowers, so that we can get plenty of scent from them. We are going to keep this place tidy now. There she goes again. They're leaving. The agency is leaving. We must go home. Where's my coat and bag? I took them indoors. I'll go and get them. Yes, we can all go home now. It's time. Olivia. Yeah. What's up? What? Nothing. I don't quite know how to explain this. Yes, I am so tired, quite worn out. I, I don't want to say another word. Anyway, nothing matters. Wait, what's happened? It's about Nick. What is it? Um, Tell me quickly, what is it? Nick, Nick's lost the river race. Hardly a surprise. Oh. He's frozen stiff, but he'll be all right. He's agreed to honor his part of the deal with Baz. 
I'm sworn not to tell you any more about it, but it will mean that Nick and Baz will have to disappear for some time. He told me that we should share out his things or dispose of them. I knew it. I knew it! Oh, I'm tired. Cherish the love you bring me into my life. Cherish. What difference would it make? There's another one gone. Gone for good. Forever. We are left alone. To start our lives all over again. We must go on living. We must go on living in the midst of, of storms and wars. We must go on living. Someday people will know what the purpose of all this chaos is. Meanwhile, we must survive and work with nature. Yes, we must go on living and working on this damaged earth. We must try to do what we can to heal the wounds. I'll go away alone. Mm. I will go and work on the reforesting project. I'll give my life to where I need it. It's almost autumn now. Winter will be here soon. And the floods will come again. But I'll go on loving and working for the more than human. I really feel as if I want to live. <laughs> Merciful spirit, the years will pass and we shall all be gone for good and quite forgotten. The seas will rise, the floods will come. This building will be lost. Our faces and our voices will be forgotten and people won't even know that there were once three of us here. Us three human beings here. But our struggles to survive and to keep things going may mean happiness for the people and creatures who come after us. There'll be a time when we'll be remembered kindly as being among those who helped carry us through. My dear Odkin, life for us and for the more than human is not finished yet. <laughs> life is going to live. And maybe if we wait a little longer, we shall find out how to live. Oh, if only we knew. If only we knew. If only we knew. What does it matter? Nothing matters. If only we knew.